What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Words with Wade podcast episode 100. 100? 100 of them things. 100. I, of course, am your host, Wade Blogs. <laughs> AKA. <laughs> yeah, this guy. <laughs> yeah, we're we running with it. Yeah. Um, AKA Mr. Quid Pro Quo. AKA the. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wee blogs joining me as always uh pumpkin spice that's uh, about to go away it is about, about to be valentine right, right um mm. no we still got took me ari dang but oh, then the not... valentine ari coming yeah, up too okay, we can yeah. we but took me ari ain't going away i like that yeah, one yeah took me ari is gonna be yeah, him jesus yeah mm-hmm. um ari. undeniably unapologetically um, always first lady always first lady ari's in the building What's up? What's up? And not on world tour, mm. <laughs> not in Wakanda, not, not in parts in, unknown, not in the jungles of Zamunda. Hmm. Here at Radio Ready Studios, in person, G is here. Shit. What up, everybody? What was happening? Ship? We have a full full house. We're all here. Mm-hmm. It feels like old times. We brought it back around. This is a synergy. Mm-hmm. It feels like. You know, the vision I had when we first was talking for the show, when I first told you about the podcast, like, this is the At vision the Mexican spot. Yeah. What a, what a no, guy. No, stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we going back, yo. The we Mexican going back. Store. The Mexican spot. Yeah. Every single time we go there, something happens. Yeah. That's why I like going there. The Mexican <laughs> they get busy at the it Mexican spot. It sounds so racist when I said the Mexican store. Um, the Mexican it spot. It sounds super racist, right? It did. <laughs> The Mexican spot, and go back and listen to old episodes of y'all for y'all to know what I'm talking about. Uh, they got busy at the table and then yeah. went to the bathroom. It was it was pretty lit. Uh, we have a lot of stuff to get to for y'all. We want to thank everyone for tuning in to our hundredth episode. Thank everybody on YouTube. Um, I'm not gonna run down a list of thank yous to everybody because I hate when people do that. But so I always said thank you to everybody shouting me out. Shout out to everybody shouting me out. It's real shit. So retweet share this is a big deal for us comment subscribe like yeah love. this is this is what they're doing this somewhere in the yeah, bottom love. somewhere in the bottom of the youtube thing is where they say click subscribe here <laughs> yeah do that uh tell your friends um this is a big deal we are the longest running virginia podcast and we don't focus on just virginia no no shots because we've been top five in the world. Yeah. So it's Fuck a the beehive. <laughs> so it is a big deal. We have a lot to get to. Uh, I had, a, I was debating with myself on how to start this podcast because there's a lot of stuff to get to the series. Mm-hmm. We also want to have fun because we're a fun podcast. Of course. Mm-hmm. So I figured, <clears throat> I figured let's get the serious stuff out the way because it's really serious and we don't want to, especially with this episode, this is our hundredth episode. It's for your celebration. True. Let's get the serious stuff out the way and we can, have fun towards the end. Fair enough. You know what I mean? That may- makes sense to me. So what every podcast and every hip hop media outlet is going to talk about this week is R. Kelly. So without further ado, let's get to the rundown. 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 We need that drop. Finally. The rundown. <laughs> that was a perfect one right there. So clip it out. <laughs> We're all here. Clip it out. That is perfect. Time stamp that. Um, 
Okay, let's start with the where disclaimer. Do you, I'm about to say, where do you start? <laughs> no, it's so much. Um, I've said on this podcast before, my feelings are Kelly, uh-huh. and th- I think they've been well documented. True. And I've also, if you follow me on Twitter or Facebook, I've tweeted out some stuff too. Uh, so let me start off by saying I am a father of two teenage daughters. I have four nieces. I have little sisters. So I, I say that to say I, I feel a type of way about this. So I'm trying to remain objective for this podcast. I'm probably not, but I'm going to try. <laughs> uh, I'm about to say, fuck that. Yeah. I'm Let it try. out. Yeah. Uh, it's just so much to unpack. It's so much information that we didn't know. Um, Cause I think everyone knew about R. Kelly. You know, everybody kind of knew. We've known. We've heard this. We've yeah. seen the video. Yeah, it's always been allegations and you know rumors here and there that uh, at some point you had to kind of figure out whether you were going to believe him, whether you were on what side of the fence you were on, or if you know you just kind of let it go in one ear out of the other, so on and so forth. Mm. I think the documentary. Whatever side you was on, however you felt about it, it was no dodging that. Yeah. Is is ultimately what it came to. Um, and like the new, like the new R. Kelly music, I had already stopped listening to it. I would still double back and listen to some old shit like 12 mm. Play and all of that. But yeah, at this point, it's just terrible. Would you regret it? <laughs> because it's like the the songs that we were listening to. Come to find out, he was doing some dirty shit during Very the music true. that right. was being put out. Exactly. We'll get, we'll, we'll get to that because finding out the real meaning behind some of these songs exactly changed the entire yeah. concept. Of the song yeah. For you. So now I feel bad about some of the songs that I didn't fuck to. Mm-hmm. Well, see, and I'm singing them in shorty. It seems like you're real. Oh no. AJ <laughs> number the number. Yeah. No. That. No, yeah. that's Leah. Well, yeah, but, but, but he wrote it. So. Yeah, true. But, yeah. but all thing, of that. Oh my god. My thing was I felt dirty. Like I said, I've, I've canceled R. Kelly a long time ago. Yeah, like when I first saw the tapes, I was like, yeah, I'm, and that was 2002 or whenever the shit you was. The yeah, you're talking so about the, like, yeah. the, the first, the first um, accusation with yeah. the, the yeah. sex tape, the urination. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm done. I don't. I'll, and since then, I haven't fucked with R. Kelly. Like since then, mm. and everybody that knows me knows that. Like, yeah, he, he don't fuck with R. Kelly because yeah, I have yeah. noticed. I'm not fuck with it. Yeah, it makes so sense. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It wasn't for me to say, "Oh, I see this and he's canceled." Mm-hmm. Like when I saw this, I was like, "Yo, I want to fight this nigga." Like, like I saw just the footage and the the eyewitness testimony of people that were involved. I think that's what pushed me over it. Um, his backup dancers, the one um, Javante Cunningham, who said she walked in on Kells and Aaliyah having sex together on the bus. Yeah. Yeah. All of that shit bothers <laughs> that that takes me to a different point about the shit that bothered me was the most disturbing thing about the documentary to me wasn't and I know some people gonna feel some type of way, so you know uh there's really no good way to word this. It wasn't so much what he did, it was the people that was around him that covered this shit up or helped him. Yeah. And like and accomplished this shit. And I hate to use the word accomplished, but like up until now he got away with it. 
Like, yeah. I think that was the biggest shock for me. Like, yeah. the, the system of enablers he had. Exactly. Because we all, R. Kelly can barely read and write. So these are people booking flights for these young girls. Right. These are people that know these girls are 15, 16. Like, I that's saw, exactly what he instructed, though. Right. But I would, I would just think, and as a person, as just me, me and me, if my boss said, hey, give me that 14 year old girl, I'm going to be like, no. Exactly. Now I understand that this parent's paying your bills and all that, but I'm still gonna be like, no. I mean, what one of the shoot? It was like close ties. Like some of them, like one the the bass player, like his daughter was like one of them. Like yeah, like how the fuck the system, the system that he had around him, the 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 cast carries for lack of a better term. These people that play their parts were all involved with him. They're saying the 14 year old girl, her dad played on his albums. Exactly. Like, he, he really is the Pied Piper. Yeah. Like that's, I mean, cause he doesn't, it's not just a certain following that he's luring in. You got to understand he was mind controlling everybody that was working for him. Agreed. Be it under his being as a sex slave or being as security. He had a way to, to, you know, fuck people's mind up. And, and if, if you if you delve into somebody's mind like that, you can't control them yeah. eventually. Yeah, and, and just, it sucks that people can do that. But I'm saying I think that's where it stepped in, like why nobody said anything, why anybody didn't do anything. There's like, eh, I know it's wrong, but it's R. Kelly. I think a lot of people, and that brings me to another point, a lot of people did that, especially with the trial when he was originally brought up on charges and we're skipping ahead so we'll kind of bring it back a little bit when he originally was brought up on charges they were for charges for child pornography right and they said because they couldn't charge him with um molestation because there were no dates on the videos or whatever right mm. and part of that, that that bothered me is that he met girls at the trial you're on trial yeah. for child pornography and you're messing with younger you're meeting girls at the trial yeah bruh one of the girls, and I've said this to y'all several times, uh, and I'm gonna say, I'm gonna make sure I what's her name again? Geronda, Geronda Price, Geron. Forgive me for mispronouncing her name. I apologize for not being reckless about it. But when I saw her at Geronda Pace, when I saw her, mm-hmm. and she's on part three of the thing. When I saw her, I saw my daughter, and I tweeted that. I actually, I was like, yo, I, all I see is my kid. She looks like my daughter. That should bother the fuck out of me. Uh, it's I don't I don't even have daughters and that was some like you know jokingly I've always said like if I had daughters I wouldn't like in this in this world I wouldn't have the mind frame that I have like I, it's easier for me to raise boys in in this in this world I could not raise a daughter in this world I've commended every man that has a daughter and they're trying to raise them you know, keep them in the greatest of spirits because as this has shown, we don't protect us like we supposed to. To it's, me, it's crazy to be. And that's another point that I want to bring up that I've talked about. We talked about a lot of people are saying that nobody cared because it was a little black girl. Right. And I hate that narrative. Because I but don't they think they have some truth. Well, hold on. Here's the thing. I don't think nobody cares because it's little black girls. I think nobody cares because it's black kid. Because we've done it. Think about the times, and I've tweeted this too, with Diana Ross and Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson was 15. Nobody cared. Baby and little Wayne. There's video of Wayne saying he lost his virginity at 11 to a grown woman. 
that's the same thing. True. We made jokes about it. <clears throat> Nobody yeah. cared. I know people in my personal life. I lost their virginity to grown women at 12 and 13 years old. The, f- mm. the fucked up part is, is, it's a double standard that, you know, we still don't speak about as far as what men can do and what women can't. This is true. So And what it, families can do, because let's not forget why this all even started. He said, well, his brother said something about it. Yeah, very true. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that it's excusable, but I'm saying that t- people tend to go on a trend when stuff happens to them. Understandable. But he just took his a little fucking too far. Now he he did say his brother said that he came to him and told him he was being abused. Yeah. Right. And he was, was like, nah, that didn't by happen. A family now he didn't that delve didn't too much into it as much as I would have liked him to, because that would have probably got us to understand like what the fuck's going on in your head though. Well, it's funny you mentioned that and we're kinda of jumping around. I saw an interview with Nick Cannon, a Vlad TV interview. Mm-hmm. And Nick was like, That's probably why R. Kelly likes younger girls, because R. Kelly can't read or write. He relates to them on a mental level. Mm. Like you talk to a sophisticated sister and after you get past he's a talented singer, what else do you got? He can't read, he can't write, he's not, you know what I'm saying, up on current events and things of that nature. Right. What else is that conversation? That's probably why he do that's one of the reasons. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, just trying to figure out why. Mm. You know what I mean? That True. might be why one of the reasons he is geared towards younger women. Um Yeah, like 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 I'm saying, it's not any way excusable, it's just, you know, Stating that fact, yeah. that that's something we got to, you know, we can't go past. Exactly. And a lot of black families don't talk about it, but a lot of black families have been there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uncles messing with their nieces yes. and stuff like that. Uncles Always messing uncle. with their yeah. nephews and shit like that. You know, it, it's something that we don't talk about, but it's something that happens in everybody's household. And the only thing about it is that the fact that he's famous and we get to see behind the scenes. Right, it's always because this shit probably happens in everybody's household. Not the fact that he's harboring freaking young girls and doing some next shit, but I'm just saying the fact of him messing with young girls. Period. Yeah, and like it's all like I said, it's always an uncle and somebody saying, "Hey, don't leave your kids with him." Yeah, you know what I'm saying? No, he can't babysit. He can't babysit. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like we all in our culture, and I don't know where it comes from. I would love to get a a psychoanalysis of where it comes from in our culture. Why Mm -hmm. we permit that? Like, why is that? Blind eye tort, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, that's the uncle that nobody lets the kids around. I mean, why not to, is that cool? Not to go off on a tangent. I mean, the same reason why in the past couple of years, the fact that mental health has been brought up in the black community, like it's shit that we've been dealing with for years, so on and so forth. But we, it's never been acknowledged. Right. So depression, all of that, it's just. It's life. Like it, it's how we're brought up. It's just like, all right, shit happens. You know, deal with it how you need to deal with it. Get past it and keep fucking going. Yeah, yeah. So, it's... But in this situation, it's... It's fucking disgusting. It's, it's not another way I can say it, truthfully. Like, I, I don't know, like, his, in the beginning, in the first part, when his brother said that this was his preference. He just liked younger. It's not like, a fucking like, preference. Like, I, want, I wanted to shoot <laughs> him right then. It's not a preference. Like, you can't... That's, that's an issue. A grown man... Has the, and maybe this is one skin where Nick Cannon comes in, the mm-hmm. whole part. A grown man has the mental capacity to tell a 16 year old girl, like, no, I don't care what you want. Yeah. I'm grown. Right. This is not right. Exactly. Right. But like I said, maybe this is where his, his thinking level is off. Not making excuses for him at all. Like, yeah. It's, it, it was just crazy how they started the documentary off. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, 
It was like, oh, well, this was going on with him. He was up and coming and he was so talented. And it was just amazing how even though he couldn't read or write, he would hum along to the music and then the music turned. <laughs> hey, now and he so got like this confidence. horror story. Exactly. Shit, right? when, the, when they switched the music and it was like, oh, now he got this confidence. He dropped out of school, but he's still pulling up at the high school. Craig. You, <sighs> fucking Craig, yo. At that point, he was like, yeah, I heard him still hanging. He was still hanging around at the school, and I didn't know why, because he had been gone for a while. Nigga, pull up at the school with him, and fucking, nigga, what, why are you at the school? Well, even his music teacher told him, now look, these girls are too young for you. Carry your ass. And she said, she said it like that. Exactly. Carry your ass. And she even said that while he was still there, and some of the music that he wrote was like, all right, nah, this ain't appropriate for yeah. school. So... Even then, there were signs. Yeah, it was signs before there were. So it was no counseling at this school. It was nothing that alarmed anybody. Like no red flags at the school besides just hey, you can't sing that. Let's let's switch the lyrics. It's well, like, you know, nobody really delves into anybody's personal shit either, though, because I mean, come on, you got hundreds of kids to look after, and then you just got one kid being sexual. It's like I right, quit it. We ain't gonna go home and try to figure out why. True. I mean, that's the fucked up part. Yeah, that's the fuck. You're right, and that's the fucked up part about it. It's like we got signs ahead of time, and of course, hindsight is 2020. We look back and be like, oh yeah, Always. we knew by then, we knew. But it's like there was no stop sign saying at any point till now. Right. Somebody said stop. Like yo, kill stop. This shit is fucked up. Stop. It kept going, and I get he feeds a lot of families. Mm-hmm. You got to think about the the people he employs and what they do and the bills. I get that those people might be like, oh yeah, well I can't do nothing because he pays my bills. He pays my bills and shit. But damn, like where's the the moralness? Like you know what I mean? Your exactly. Morality. So the like at some point you got to wrestle with your con- not even wrestle with your conscience. You have to come to a moral obligation like I he feeding my family but how many families has he destroyed with my help exactly exactly like how do you get to that point like when when does that that bell go off in your head like I look this can't continue and it's crazy that it took this documentary to come out like I said but he's been doing this shit for years yeah he he even said in the interview, I've been doing this for 30 years. Yeah. Like, y'all, y'all too late now. Like, yeah. The, <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, bro. Like, yeah. Like, and, and I get that. That was um, when the whole <laughs> convent or the, the, the cult shit came yeah, out. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I, I get the, um, the era we live in, the, the quote unquote Me Too era, where we're, we're looking back at some things that were permissible back then and we're saying that, hey, this should never been right. Right. It's wrong. But that was always wrong. It's like, yeah, it's never been a point where it was ever okay. It's like, um, what is it? We all agree on certain things in life are evil. You know what I'm saying? Like the Nazis, everybody agrees Nazis are evil. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I always thought child molesters was, everybody was on one side of the fence with Yeah, that. it was like, it's, it, it's no double dutch with yeah, that. Yeah, it's it's like, like, yeah, you, well. <laughs> you molest kids, yeah. you should die. You know, on a Sunday, if the weather's cr- no motherfucker, go. It's not like, oh, you straight molest to, kids, but you can sing. Yeah, okay. it's, it's time to go. It's time to go. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. It's a wrap. What, what alarmed me in this is my timeline and watching people defend him. 
people saying that the girls were just fast or it's not his fault. And what really alarmed me about it was it was mostly women saying it. Look, I haven't seen too much. Well, I ain't, I ain't going to say too much. I haven't seen any of that on any of my social media feeds. Uh, Uncut Nation, that's the quickest way to get your ass cussed out and blocked. I said it. I literally said, yo, anybody sticking up for him, blocking. Yeah, like, I, I don't need that type. I don't need those type. It's no way you can you can justify that. It's no no way from whatever angle that you're on. It's no way to justify that at all. It's just I don't. For me, like I said, and and I hate to preface this as a father because I think it should just be human decency. Exactly. But as a father of two teenage daughters, yeah. As an uncle of four teenage nieces, yeah. Like this shit bothers me. And it's so crazy to me that I see people, I've seen guys that, and I know their history, like, okay, you have sons, you might be, you, you feel, you, you should feel the way too, it's your kids, because right. molestation is equal. Molestation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Again, molestation is molestation. Again, it should, I, I didn't know anybody was on the other side of the fence. It, I thought everybody was on the same side of the fence, like, hey, they gotta go. Like, it's even common knowledge that, hey, a child molester goes to jail, Regardless of what the niggas in jail did, they don't like a fucking child molester, exactly. and you're gonna die anytime you touch them. I don't mean to laugh, but it's again, it's it's just understood. It's like really fucking common knowledge at this point. Like, so how did so many grown people allow this shit to go on for so many years, and? Nobody morally felt it was wrong. Nobody at any point gave a fuck. And I'm talking to the parents too because I don't, I don't care what no like the parents had to know. Mm-hmm. So you didn't want to stick up for your child. That's that's the the number one job of you being a fucking parent. What bothers me and I think. The Sparkle story was always, man, that was always the issue with me because in my head, man, like I said, a lot of stuff is not new information. We're just finding out extra pieces. Yeah, it's just like the, right. the, the the couple of pieces that give you the full picture about like, it. I knew that the girl in the video was Sparkle's niece. I knew that. Mm-hmm. In my head, the story went to Sparkle's like, here, here's my niece. You know what I'm saying? And I was, I was like, yo, Sparkle's appalling. She's disgusting. Fuck her. But hearing her side of it, saying mm-hmm. that, hey, he did this for me, I thought he could do it for my niece, too. Mm-hmm. And then and for her to show up in the studio, I was like, yo, why is she doing? here unsupervised? And then I, then she was like, she found out that her parents <laughs> dropped her off. Like, like and I you know, but I get their naivety. Like yeah. I said, oh, it's R. Kelly. He's the greatest singer in the world. This time, yeah. it's like 12 play. Yeah, blah, blah. Oh, and you know, he... Works with my sister. Works with the aunt. Yeah, Ooh, she'll so, be there eventually at so some I, point. I get that. Like I, I don't like it. It's still stupid. Yes, yeah, but still, I can understand the thinking process. Like, hey, I'm leaving her with the R. Kelly. It's cool. At that time, we didn't know any of this. Right. But I would still say, wouldn't you still leave somebody? Like, it's still an adult and it's still a male. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Wouldn't you say, okay, this is my 14 year old daughter. Hey, I'm gonna stay here. I'm not gonna do nothing. I'm just gonna stay here, make sure she's good. Mm-hmm. Y'all go ahead and work. Why I'm gonna drop her off with R. Kelly? 
and leave. And the crazy thing is, I I've been in several studios. I've had my own studio. It's never just it. Well, I'm never. I'm not gonna say never just, but it's very rare that it's just the artist and the engineer in the studio. It's mm-hmm. always other people lingering. So you just going to drop her off with an entourage of people that you're not familiar with just because the one that you think you're familiar with is the head of the entourage. Mm-hmm. Mm. But that one is focused on whatever he's supposed to be doing. So it's no telling what's going on in the background. Right. Ironically, the shit that's going on in the background is the one that's supposed to be focused on whatever the fuck he's doing. Exactly. It's it's so many. Like I said, this this special for me filled in a lot of blanks. It made the story tangible because we've heard the story for years. We've watched the video. I remember when I lived in Virginia Beach. I had a condo on the beach when the video first came out. And I watched it on my computer. I was like, "Yo, I can't fuck with this dude." I remember this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So the Sparkle story, like, I I I don't want to say I forgive Sparkle, but I had a complete misconception of her role in the in the affairs. I think a lot of people did. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's kind of spoke out. Yeah, I think that's kind of why <clears throat> she stepped back from yeah. the spotlight and all of that because it was kind of that that misconception. And at the time, for whatever reason, she didn't want to be the whistleblower. In regards to the situation. But the fact that all these stories sound the day it's the same. I don't know if y'all caught that. Yeah. But all the stories sound the same from a different mouth. And then there's things to be taken away and things to be added to. Like everybody had to call them the same thing. Nobody could talk to nobody else. Everybody's mm-hmm. in individual rooms. Yep. You know, nobody could talk to their family. He's having everybody write a statement. Yeah, it's like I said. That it's they just stole the, from him. Not just the as system. collateral. Not just the system around him. It's just the stuff he did to further perpetuate these things. Like, he knew enough to get away with it. Mm. That's the crazy part. That's the crazy part about it. It's like... For somebody who can't read or write that well, this motherfucker's conniving the shit. And, like, has an understanding that a lot of, you know, average Joes don't have walking the streets as far as, you know, how to manipulate situations to get away to find loopholes and legal situations and so on and so forth. So even if it's not just him, if it's not him, then, you know, it's somebody else is like, I when the situation hit the fan and he come to him like, I this is what happened. This is what I did. It's somebody else behind this pulling the strings like, I. Right, well, is this loophole? All right, we going to use this. This how we going to evade this. And this how we going to duck off on this. Like, there's no way you can have that type of, for lack of a better term, infrastructure inside of the music industry and don't nobody know what's going on right because everybody's covering everybody because in and in the special they said he was feeding a lot of people so they they kind of turned their eye it was like mm. well you know we work for rob land his record label at the time 
and they kind of turn their eye to it. But shit, like I just think I don't know, and I, I've never been in a situation, and and I can't say I can't what I would say, but I know I would just say that's no, that's wrong. I would stop. Like, uh-huh. I wouldn't be like, well, that's their business. You right. know what I mean? Exactly. Like, I'd be like, nah, fam, no, that's wrong. Yeah. It might cost me my career, but shit. It is. I mean, ultimately, it costs everybody their career at mm. some point. Mm. So. What well, you obviously got? not him. He's still out rolling the streets. <sighs> Just saying. Like, even after this, this nigga still got a job. Like, the crazy thing is. When the first episode was rolling. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch it while it was rolling. I was on Twitter, and me and Wade was talking back and forth. Twitter was on fire mm-hmm. about the shit, and I I still remember one tweet. I don't remember the guy who tweeted it, but he was like, "There's no way R. Kelly is not getting arrested next week." Mm. I mean, we're at the top of the week. We'll see what happened later. I don't. But for the fact they. They even There's still girls trapped in his house. Yeah, but they they've already said even before it aired that R. Kelly has a legal team set up already that if Lifetime airs the docuseries, right. they're gonna get sued. Right. Clearly they've aired it. So clearly it's a lawsuit about to happen. So this story is definitely not over. So my question or well not question but my curiosity is like at this particular point because in his um something that's got leaked out of it is that uh lifetime has audio recordings to prove that some of the girls were lying all right if some of them were lying some of them are fucking telling the truth like there's no way that all of this is fucking lies at all so at some point, some shit got to stick. My thing is, because I've seen a lot of, matter of fact, while I'm here on the computer, I'm, I want to, I've seen people in their, their defense for him. Like I'm the, y'all, y'all know me. Y'all listen to this podcast for a hundred episodes. Y'all know how big I am on, on the man and conspiracies and stuff. And people are literally saying like, yo, this is just a conspiracy to take another black man down. What about this and what? About, like, fuck nah, that. Fam, like, fam. Fuck. Look, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sick of that narrative, yo. We got to change that narrative. It's all. It's not always a conspiracy to take somebody down. Facts. Sometimes people have done what the fuck they did, and they have to pay for <laughs> what the fuck they did. There's consequences to every fucking action. Quit with the I. Just because he black and he's successful, somebody trying to take him down. Cut the bullshit, yo. Cut. Let let let's take that. Let's let's get rid of that fucking narrative. Let's look at the facts. And if that person is fucking guilty, they're fucking guilty. If they're not guilty, they're not guilty. And I know that's easier said than done because of a lot of other variables. And we're not gonna get into all of that. But everything is not perpetuated and uh, angled to a point just to take a black man down. I, I thought, like I said earlier, I thought we all, in, in the world, we all agreed on certain things were, were just evil. Mm-hmm. Nazis are evil. Child molesters are evil. There's no exceptions for this. And I just don't understand how people are defending them. I don't understand, especially women are defending this. That's what bothers me the most. Yeah, I was about to say, I, I don't know how any woman can wrap her head around anything to say, oh, 
Uh, it didn't. It possibly didn't happen that way. It's another side to it. What? Like they're saying the girls were fast. No, these girls were girls. Like this is back in the nineties and two thousands where fourteen year old girls looked like fourteen year old girls. Exactly. And and once again, he didn't meet them in the streets at a at the club when he snuck in. He met these girls at school. They were in school. Like there's no excuse for this. Like nothing you can say to make me say, you know what? He was just he was wrongly accused. No. There's nothing nobody can say. But no. people are doing that. Just it was a story that came out that saying his his songs on Spotify have have risen like fifteen percent. People more listen to his music more now. Now I think I take I part think, of that. I'm about to say I think they're dissecting it at exactly. this point. I'm about to say I think part of that's people going back and listening to the lyrics. Right. I think that's part of it. I really hope it's not people being ignorant and saying, "Oh, I'm just gonna support R. Kelly." Man. The thing I found out today that I found astonishing is he's still on RCA, which is his original <laughs> label. The label he's been on since day one, he's still on that label. Mm. All right. This is the great. When the last time you heard RCA mentioned? Only with R. Kelly. I think the last time I heard RCA. That's the only reason why they probably still got money. And that's why they're enabling him. Because he's the only artist on the label. Well, of course, he's the biggest artist on the label. Yeah, I, I'm about to say, I ain't going to say the the right. only artist, but he's probably the only one that they probably still get money off of. Without question. Yeah. It it just bothers me. Like I said, the system, the system around him bothered me. His arrogance about the situation bothers me. And the fact that we can't just say he's wrong. Like people, the excuses people making. And, and I get fam listen i get the whole little black girls don't matter i hear what y'all saying but that's only partly true it's not nobody like the chance to rap a statement when he said the reason he made a song with r kelly because he didn't believe the girls they were black girls which is he's he's later retracted and i'm paraphrasing here he's retracted that statement and saying he it was taken out of context yeah he said it was taken out of context and then um uh shoot uh Forgive me at the moment. I can't think of her name, but she chimed in and also said, I conducted the interview. And during the interview, he spoke uh, very eloquently and very highly of black women. Right. So. But of course, in today's era, you don't get that. The clickbait is what Chance said. Right. Like, y'all, y'all have to, and I, we really have to get off this whole, it's because of black girls. It's not. It's not. It's really not. It's just because we. Our lives are not valued. And I think children's lives are valued less. Because yeah, because they're not expected to get past a certain point. Yeah. It's like, I, well, we didn't already, we didn't already took your dad out the house. So we either semi took your mom out the house because she working her ass off to try to make sure that there's a roof over your head so it's really not nobody watching you that gives a fuck about you. Mm -hmm. Or she's stressed the fuck out and don't want to deal with you. Or she's stressed the fuck out, drunk, high, out here in these streets, mm -hmm. looking for another dude to replace your father that we didn't took out. So ultimately, in all scenarios, is nobody really looking out for you. It's not an accident, people. This shit is by design. There's so much more into this, and I, I encourage anyone that hasn't seen it 
to go online. It's on. You can watch it. If you have Lifetime, you can watch it online for free. Or it's a thousand different websites you can watch it on. It's a six-part series. So there was um the letters. Right. So so what? Because I think, and I'm I'm jumping around in my head because so much information. Right. It's so much information. Um. Explain to the listeners, the listeners, the and listeners. the viewers, and the viewers, and the viewers. Look, if you're watching at home, if you're watching at home, sus- subscribe here. Uh, <laughs> somewhere, Jay will put it. Right well, well, the link. link. Well, yeah, the link. link. Somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. Somewhere. Just subscribe. Um, <laughs> explain. Um, explain. Because we, we talked about this before in the conversation. Right. So. Initially, like R. Kelly would make the women write statements and they would the statements would be that they took something of his or that his parents. I'm I'm sorry, that their parents took something of his Um, in return with the sex tapes and stuff like that. They would be more more of so like blackmail. If you say anything or if you do anything, then this statement will get out. And that's what I mean about the system. The intricate system he had was not a system for an idiot. Exactly. It, it, it was for one that's mental capacity was not there yet. That's how I feel. I because think, come on, son, somebody with sound mind or somebody with uh, maturity would have been like, nah, son, I think you good. Ain't nobody key. calling you daddy the fuck. I think that's the key, the maturity. Right. <clears throat> I think I've, and I've heard people have said, you know, somebody who may, I believe I can fly, can't do this. Right. I mean, Shit. the well, fact I, that he had girls in individual rooms and they they weren't allowed to have their cell phones they had to try to sneak their cell phones to text each other to be like right. oh well we have to try to meet up in this in bathroom, bathroom across the house and then never got a chance to meet up shit like that you heard from a lot of girls and it's like yo seriously and he still got girls there yeah and even Ain't nobody busting in they kind of pull back to go forward and stay in that same realm like even when the uh sparkles conversation when she was like she was over there and she was like watching tv and she like kind of heard a knocking or whatever his wife was knocking like oh can i come downstairs and get something yeah, to eat? can i get something to eat yeah like shit is crazy like it's so much it's so and we're not doing it justice we can have a five hour show on this literally because there's so much to unpack i remember um there was one part where uh what do you say? Uh, the girls, like you said, they would have to text each other, meet, meet me here, do this yeah. here. And they, he had one girl because she had spoke to someone at a turn. Mm-hmm. She couldn't eat for three days. Yep. He starved her. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? And she had nothing but, she said she had a bag of peanuts that she found in the room yeah. that she was eating off of for three days. But some girls didn't even have that. Like the, the the mental awareness that he had to do this doesn't reflect his his level of education. No, it doesn't. You know what I'm saying? And no. it's kind of like what you said. Somebody had to be behind him saying, this is what you need to do. At that point, it's learned behavior. It's like, it's escalated. It's like I, from him doing this so many times, he got better at it unfortunately but there's so many realms to this i don't know if y'all remember a couple like not a couple but i want to say a few 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 shows back where i was saying that this is more of like a sex slave thing yeah Yeah. right yeah now there's like a whole new variable it's he has sex slaves but they're underage 
And so I, I see the topic on Facebook, and I do want to address that. See the topic on Facebook of what's the difference in between Hugh and R. Kelly. Difference between Hugh and R. Kelly is the fact that they were of age. The, the fact that he was in his 60s, but they were all over 18. This, this, the, the big difference, because you have women that can't even, they, they don't have consent over their bodies yet because they're not of age. And when you manipulate them into things, labs of this nature, it's going to be easy for them to say yes to because they don't know how to say no. They want a career. Mm-hmm. They want to be a star, and they think that this is the only way that they're going to do so. Every Even with the family. Asian chick, she was like, "Well, she looks Asian. I don't know what it, what her name was. I'm sorry You're about that." The, um, the Mexican from Miami. Yeah, I yeah. think so. She's like a straight yeah. hair, but yeah, but yeah. but she was like 15. She had curly hair. Yeah, the um, one that the um she was like her friend was like. I'm going to call them for you if you don't call them to get your yeah. big break and I'm going to do your makeup and all yeah, that. Yeah, so she's just like, you know, is this how people become stars? Because at the end of the day, if I tell him no, he could like snatch this away. And right. if I tell him, yeah, this could be the start of my career. That's the that's the mental capacity that they have. They don't have, I'm about to tell my fucking parents. Right. And then once again, it's in their head. They're 14, 15 years old. It's, it's R. Kelly. Right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's R. Kelly. It's, as as if you know another star would do the same thing it's like oh snap well this is my big break and this is this is who i've been you know oh my gosh this is a star right. you know this is somebody i like this is somebody who i i'd <clears throat> listen to music and they posters you know, up on my wall and all types of yeah. shit like that it's two two more things i want to say about this um there was a part where i want to say part three or four mm-hmm. where they told the psychiatrist about how r kelly would comfort his victims by telling his abuse story yeah and that was like part he, that was part three. of his, his his game he tell them what happened to to him and they felt comfortable enough with him to do these some of these things yeah like because they want to be like a super safe hoe kind of thing yeah that, yeah, that level of manipulation. manipulation yeah i'm about to say that's a whole different degree of homicide right there like that's that's too uh again so he couldn't latch on to reading and writing but the navigating through somebody else's psyche and pulling strands so he can control them. Well, God forbid if you could read and write. Man. Here's the other thing about that. If you remember the time of the trial, mm-hmm. the original trial, if you remember his music before then, 12 play and all that good stuff. Yeah. When he was acquitted, he made a conscious decision. It was very happy. Mm-hmm. He made um, I be mean, fly. Yeah. It was music like Sadie. Yeah. It was music like that to change the amount of people to say, okay, because first he was talking about sex. Now all of a sudden he's religious. Yeah. And gospel and all this. Now we step in the name gospel. of love and all of that. So R. Kelly. I noticed that too. There was a period that he changed. Yeah. yeah. It was. It was no sexual connotation to his music it was everything was uplifting i was and, growing up around that time yeah yeah and upbeat so um, does it change i'm i'm putting out dance music like yeah mm-hmm. and I, dance songs i, I, I cannot line dances and shit i could not stand even before all of this i could not stand step, step in, in the name of love, love. I could everybody not has fucking, their own little thing about it fucking stand that song because i love that song because that's that's when the chocolate factory came out exactly and that was Seven Name of Love and all those type of songs. And like I said, I never heard Chocolate Fat because I, I, was, I was done with them before. Nah, I, I don't have any albums at, at that point either. I, the last album, um, shit, I don't even remember the name of it, but it had um, um, You Remind Me of My Jeep on it. Mm. It was that album. I can't remember the name of it, but that's the last R. Kelly album that I actually had. 
an interesting mm-hmm. thing that I, I actually tweeted and it came out a little later on was this was like right after he got acquitted, mm-hmm. the best of both worlds came out. Oh man. And you enter in that space of what did Jay know? Well, um, from what's been, what Dame has been saying, mm-hmm. Jay knew or had enough of an idea to not do that with, with Kells. Um, Dame has openly said, and if anybody who's listening to the podcast doesn't know, Dame and Aaliyah were together up until the time that she passed. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's been evident since the time that she's passed, Dame has mourned her even to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, so when all of this came out within the first two episodes of it and, you know, with within that, you know, unfortunately, Aaliyah is kind of the main draw within the first two. That everybody's just like, oh, shit. Yeah. So Dame has said already, he was like, yeah, I've been tight about this for years. So he's speaking about it. And he was like, ultimately, that's one among many other issues that ultimately started the divide between him him and Jay because he felt like morally they were going two different ways. His exactly. words, not mine. Exactly. Um, I, wanna, I think I have that clip um, where Dame actually breaks down like, hey, that's, I could tell we were going in different directions then. Right. Um, he was like, he didn't, he said on the Best of Both Worlds project, he said his his name is nowhere in the credits because he he didn't want no parts of that. He didn't want to get no type of money with R. Kelly, none of that. Uh, what else? The fact that Jay referenced Aaliyah in like the intro. It, he was just like, he was just kind of taken back by all of that. Here we go. I have it right here. Here we go. She couldn't. Yeah. And I remember Leah trying to talk about it. And she couldn't. You know, she just would leave it at that dude was a bad man. And I didn't really want to know what he did. To the extent that I might feel the need, you know, to approach to, to just deal with it. Just just because that's what a man does. But it just was so much hurt for her to revisit it. It was like I wouldn't even want to revisit it without a professional. Whatever got done was terrible. And then what bothered me was, it was like, you know, I watched John Legend, like, be fearless about his opinion of it, regardless to politically how it may seem. But I've been, I've been tight about this shit for years. So to be honest, like, if you remember the best of both worlds, you don't see my name on that. You know what I mean? And, and... Your name is not on either album. Hell no. I never wanted no parts of that. There was a... Yeah, so it's it's we're, we've ever haven't heard the last of this. No, not like, at all. This story is gonna, I think it's gonna take over the rest of the year because something legally is gonna happen to R. Kelly. It has I to. I don't think, I don't think this can happen without some legal ramification. Of course Something's not. Something's coming. Of course not. Honestly, I think at some point, well, it might not even come out in the public, but. Just off a of Dame statement, 
like something gonna happen between him and Jay. If like, because now the divide of Rockefeller happened behind closed doors for most part, as far as the reasons why. Mm-hmm. Now, as Dame has put it, one of the reasons why has come to light. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna kind of raise an eyebrow to Jay. Like, oh shit, like you you knew and then you did this and then right. I, so how you moving? And just like you and other people have brought up at one point he was mentoring Foxy Brown and she was underage. Yeah, Foxy was fifteen or ain't no nigga. Yeah. So now so was the fact that Dame brought Jay's morals in the question um, about him working with Kells on what he knew and then you know what Jay did with Fox not saying that he did anything sexual but just for the fact he was okay with her being 15 and putting her on that type of song or whatever right are y'all aligned in that because you have to remember Jay and Beyonce Beyonce is a lot, y- a lot younger than Jay. Yeah. So there is, we're going to get more of this. Right. Like, I, and I'm not saying anything about Jay. I'm not saying anything about B. Leave me alone in the comments. Not accusing anybody, anything. I'm just Fuck putting, that. Y'all can direct all the smoke <laughs> towards me. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. It's, it's not over. No, not, not by a long shot. Not by a long shot. This, this how the year starting off. Like, we ain't, we ain't, uh, what? We what? Going into the second week of 2019. That's a fact. We not in the weekend yet. <laughs> yeah. We not, because what? The first was on a what? Tuesday? Yeah. So, yeah, we not a full seven days in yet. Right. And this is what's going on. Man. Man, so, so to wrap it up, just, I encourage everybody. Go look at the special. Yeah, Go watch it. If you get have your own to, opinion. Get, yeah, definitely form your own opinion. If you have daughters, if you have children. Nieces, friends of kids. Watch it. Cousins. Care about kids. Exactly. You ain't even got to have no kids. Definitely. If you care about children, watch it. If you got fucking common sense. If you care about this culture, because this culture is, this is a part of this culture. Yeah, definitely. Even though this culture is excusing some of the things he's doing. Man. If we're going to get better, we need to get this out of it. You want this culture to live on? Then let's get this out of it. I started seeing people come up with, um, oh, well, this is this person. This person did this to me. Like a Me Too kind of thing. Yeah. Everybody's coming out with the Me Too again. I can definitely tell you stories of people I know personally, like guys I know that have told me that, hey, when I was 12, this happened to me. When I was 13. (coughs) Because we're men, we look at it differently. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's essentially the same thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? A 12-year-old boy messing with a 25-year-old woman is still the same shit. It's exactly. Right. It's just, again, as I said a little earlier, it's one of those double standards. Like, mm-hmm. it's a commendable, to quote-unquote, to some degree. It's like, oh, oh, you got an older joint? Yeah, you knocked her mm-hmm. down and da 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 mm-hmm. No. Yeah. This shit's still fucking wrong. Yeah. Like, like the Lil Wayne video. Exactly. That is unheard of man he's it's i feel bad i just you yeah there's no words yeah yeah you know how you <laughs> just want to like superman i want to come in and save everybody and you just you just can't man it's it's, it's rough it's rough 
So I employ they everybody. They need to get somebody un- undercover and break this Jane open. They got them. It's, I don't think it would be that easy, but that's something that could potentially happen. But I think the documentary at this point, like we already said, it's gonna run. It exposed a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I exactly. Think, I think. I think something's gonna happen. Like yeah. I don't think it's just gonna be that and move on. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> something's gonna happen. So let's watch it. Something's gonna happen, and and I pray for all the families that were involved, man. And all the all the victims of of not just this R. Kelly, but everywhere. <clears throat> just because. The person that abused you isn't isn't a billion billion dollar singer doesn't mean we don't care about you any less. Exactly. So I pray for everybody, man. Get out of that situation if you can. Um that's but to, speaking of the wrap up, uh Neil, we got serious about the way. Mm-hmm. We can go back to being a little fun. Uh Skills, as he does every year, mm-hmm. released his wrap up of twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. And of course, in contrarian <laughs> Uh, Uncle Murder released his wrap up of 2019. Uh, Ari. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course. So, comparing and contrast, which one do you prefer? Uncle Murder. You prefer? It's really odd you say that. But why? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go. Why do you? Well, do you because I think that he just had more points that was like, oh, like some of the things that, that like, okay. <laughs> It was just, it caught more of my attention. It really did. Like, it was just like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, true, true, true. Okay, I got that. So, I mean, the other one was just like, oh, yeah, yeah, that did happen. Okay, that's cute. But the, oh, okay, bars of duff. It was, it was but you bars of duff. you little Duval up there and you're going to start this thing, Yeah, but what, she, but he, what he was talking about didn't, didn't want me to do all of that. You know, I, I didn't, yeah, <laughs> just, it wasn't the same. What you think, G? Which one you going with? I'm going to say I with Ari on this. Like, I got to go with murder. <laughs> and simply because for the same reasons. <laughs> it, was, it, it was more entertaining. Um, it was points that he touched on that I forgot about. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the approach. And it was more so he was still giving his opinion and how he felt about situations. And in this particular case, skills just literally just gave a timeline. It seemed like I, this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. And he wasn't engaging or as witty as I know him to be capable of with certain scenarios to make it make light of it. But, at the same time, give stunning points with it. And I know he's capable of that. Yeah. So being a Richmond native, being a fan of skills since the nod factor, like mm-hmm. it's, it's certain things that I expect from him. And in this particular case, he didn't, he didn't give me the, he just gave me the one. He didn't give me the, the two and the follow up. Mm-hmm. He didn't give me the three piece. See, now I guess the ground, the contrarian here. Well, I take that back. Hold on. Let me go say ahead, this. He gave the one, two. He ain't finished it off with three. He gave the one because he did the wrap up. Mm-hmm. 
He gave her two because of the beat that he was over. Okay. But he ain't finished with the 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 substance of it. He ain't get a biscuit. He ain't get a biscuit. <laughs> he ain't get a biscuit. <laughs> yeah. So oh, no. now, the this might surprise y'all because y'all know me. I'm Mr. Boss Death. Mm-hmm. I like the grimy. I like the, the gutter. I like the. I need that. It's like breakfast to me. I need that in my life. However, okay. Uh. Oh shit. I think I'm with skills on this one. What? And I think the reason was because what you see kind of reported like mm-hmm. this happened here and this happened here and and when 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 that was crazy and it just kind of went through it really like with murder it was kind of more of let's talk about the year let's make some jokes. Which is normal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but you still a personal approach. Mm-hmm. I mean, the G unit line alone was hilarious. Of course. <laughs> that that right there, when he was like, oh, niggas thought because I was G unit, I ain't going to talk about it. <laughs> that, Fuck that, no. That line alone was hilarious. And I think, honestly, that's kind of what gave what I appreciated more because he didn't pull any punches. It's like, nah, regardless of what the fuck happened, I'm going to talk about it. Yeah. People want me to talk about it. For me, I guess I'm a traditionalist as well, too. Y'all know me well enough to know that I like tradition. And Skills have been doing this for 10 years or some shit. Okay. So I'm just going, I'm rolling with tradition. I said murder was funny. I'm not. I mean, things have to ultimately change at some point. Yeah. Not saying, I'm not saying that this say Skills is done. By no means is Skills done at all. Because honestly, I believe if Skills really wanted to, he could drop a project and astound a lot of people. Like, right now. (laughs) Because the popularity that he's gotten off of the wrap-ups, people just think that's what he does and that's kind of his thing and now he's a DJ and so on and so forth. Like, no, Skills wraps his ass up and has been writing for niggas for years and he's even said he was like yo regardless of how many interviews I do how many times y'all ask I'll never tell y'all who I wrote for like even though he he did the track to yeah I remember yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah to like let niggas know like look if y'all don't pay me my fucking yeah, money yeah, yeah. I'm gonna put the names out <laughs> I'm gonna put your names out ultimately I'm assuming he got paid <laughs> yeah I'm assuming cause it didn't come out but we do know a couple people he wrote for. We he never confirmed. We know a couple. Yeah, people. we know Diddy for sure. Yeah, Shaq. Yeah, people, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's certain people that you can just hear it all in their flow. Yeah, yeah. But um, Skills is a fucking legend in my book. Yeah, yeah. I've always like said that. period. So I don't want anybody <laughs> to look at it like, oh, he 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 fucking with Myrtle. Nah, it's not that. Like this particular situation. These two songs for the 2018 wrap up. <laughs> I'd rather listen to Murder than Skills. I, I, both songs are good songs. I listen to both. Yeah, yeah, both of them are good songs. But I think if 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 you had to say, hey, pick one of these, I would pick I would pick Skills. Yeah, That's and I'm gonna pick Murder. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. So, nothing wrong with that. Um, speaking of songs and catalogs, people writing for people. Um, we sticking in VA. Here. Um, of course, Breezy. Uh, just uh, signed, Breezy signed a deal where he owns his publisher. And that makes him, was it the youngest artist who ever owned their own publisher? The or? Masters. 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 Hmm? I thought there was an or. No, no or. Mm, it's no I or. I thought he wasn't the youngest. It's, now, what's, what, what happened after that got reported 
21 Savage. That's right. Savage, you said. Was like, right. no, nah, I own all of my masters. So I guess the correct statement would be Chris Brown is the youngest R&B artist to ever own all of his masters. Which, which I would think it's funny because, and we talk, we've talked about Chris a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Um, I would almost think he, he did already. You know what I'm saying? No, nah, at the time he came out, I mean, uh, I can understand the first album. Yeah, I'm about to say, um, when he came out with Running when he was 17, it was still, it was still a machine um, set up system. Right. Like, you know, you sign to a label, artist development, they push you, right, so on right. and so forth. So when you sign the contract, you know, they own the masters. So it doesn't surprise me that at this point, with everything that's been going on with uh, being independent, streaming artists, that as much wealth of information that has been given to up and coming artists at this point is no way that, Oh, we going to sit at the table and renegotiate and me owning my masters is not on the table. Right. Right. <laughs> so it, it made sense to me. So I honestly thought it had happened a while ago and that's, it just wasn't spoken. Yeah, of. That's what I meant. Like, especially with the, with the, Rihanna thing mm. I thought Because he's kind of Fully kind of independent mm. so I, At that point Hey I own my stuff Oh you're talking about When he saw it coming out With the mixtapes yeah, and everything Yeah, yeah. Nobody, Nobody's backing me So I own my own stuff But no He still was on a major label mm-hmm. Um, And for him to own it Now at this point I think it just speaks to Like you said The education that's out there now. Right Because 30 years ago 20 years ago 10 years ago even Yeah When they cared about Owning masters and stuff But that's a big deal now Yeah That's a huge deal And I'm, I'm happy for him Definitely. I mean, we need more artists to have ownership in their own shit. Yeah, because at the end of the day, nobody in any of those offices was sitting in the studio. Fact. They weren't shooting with you in the gym. <laughs> I was literally about to say <laughs> They weren't shooting with you in the gym. So for them to have ownership over something they had no parts in actually creating, like being in the moment, brainstorming dealing with the pain or developing it but they own it yeah yeah Yeah. that never made sense to me yeah well i'm glad the machine is changing oh yeah you know what i mean i think it's going to keep changing i don't i'm glad that for next future generations are going to eat better than we ever could uh do we want to go into our top fives we want to do the streaming you want to do streaming now or no Mm. Let's do streaming and then go on the top five. Yeah. Okay, go. We'll, All right, we'll so streaming. it's kind of a short list. Um, ain't nobody put too much out at the top of the year. I got DC Young Fly Trap Soul, which ironically, the other project, I can't think of the name of it, the DC Young Fly, actually impressed me a lot. Yeah. Like, it was a lot of versatility on it. He He rapped, he sung, he even had a song where he sounded like Eminem and he acknowledged he sounded like Eminem mm. in it. But it, it was it was quite impressive. So I'm going to double back and listen to uh, the new joint he got out called Trap Soul. Uh, Audio Push, oh, Turn yeah. 4. Uh, new cat that I've never listened to, uh, Justin Stone called Homecoming. Another new cat called Action Pack, No Sleep. Uh, shit. And now... The OGs is coming back. 
We got Drag On, Balls On Fire, part three. Drag, what up? And then Eight Ball and MJG, classic pimping. Yeah, I seen that. Eight Ball, I want to listen to that too. So I definitely want to listen to that. Short list, but you know, some some that'll get me through the week for sure. Definitely, definitely. Uh, Ari, do you want to mm-hmm. want to go with your song of the week right now? Then we get into our top five and our personal stuff. Yeah, you want to get that pulled up? Yeah, it's all right. I'm right here. <clears throat> right here. You want to get that pulled up, sir? I'm already ready. Hey. Already ready. Now, mm-hmm. I remember that y'all remember this artist. Um. You know, a few songs ago, her name is Kiana Lede. This time, we're going to be uh, playing a song, Show Love. And this song keeps coming back in my playlist. Like, I, I kept skipping over it because I was like, maybe I should go back in 2018 and figure out, like, some of the artists and try to play another song, um, you know, from them. But this song just kept popping up. So this is the song I'm going to do for this week. For good reason. It's just dope. It's, it's a dope song. Um, Kiana Lede with Show Me.
You yeah. had to pull it out for the hundred. Yo, listen, I've been sitting here <laughs> looking at this thing like Sorry. it's been on my screen. Boy. I'm like, man, I cannot wait. <laughs> oh no! Look, look. Uncut Nation, we had no idea. Uncut. <laughs> me and Ari had no idea. Do y'all know how hard it was for me not to come into the intro with <laughs> Uncut Nation? <laughs> listen, listen, hold on, let me do it. Right here, I was like. Show me or show love. Show love. Keanu show love. Show love. Um, Damn. Y'all make sure y'all check it out. <laughs> yes, and we'll follow her. Yeah, we'll follow her. Stick <laughs> <laughs> away. Oh. Hey, man. I was, Everything. Listen, I was sitting here like, he unloaded the whole thing. Like, at first, I was like, is that part of the song? Yeah, I'm, I'm like, like, like hey, hold on, wait a minute. Because you looked at me and was like, what is What happened? <laughs> like, did the audio fuck up? Like, what just happened? <laughs> My nigga uh, over there, air button on the keyboard. Yo, oh, I was, I was uh, not ready, yeah, son. I was sitting there like, I got all the effects, boy. I got a snare, I got a That's kick. why you said the things are going to turn up. Oh, yeah. I, listen, I was, look. So look, this, normally at the this part of the podcast where we tell y'all, we, we holler at y'all. But this is the first episode of 2019. And I thought it would be dope to, like kind of like everybody else is doing, <laughs> give our not top five albums of last year. Because let's be honest, a lot of music came out last year. It did. And we had no way to listen to everything that came out. It's impossible. So if you kept up with what's streaming. There you go. Hey, <laughs> so we I, had a good chance. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so I want us to give our favorite five of last year, and uh, well, then that changes my order. No, I thought you gave me the order though. No, you said top five. Well, you now my favorite. Oh, yeah. ah, that's different. That's okay. I'm gonna shake up the world. Still, <laughs> ladies okay. first. So Ari, you what's your first? Your five of, of last no year. No particular first. order. But I do have an honorable mention. So, okay, go ahead. Um, the Black Panther soundtrack. Right, mm-hmm. right. KOD. Mm-hmm. J. Cole. Mm-hmm. KTSE. Keep that, keep that saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tiana Taylor. Mm-hmm. Saturn. Nail. Mm-hmm. Of course. Okay. Y'all know me. Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> Rolling Papers 2. Wiz Khalifa. Okay, come on. That's just a, that, 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 that's that's a sleeper. That's, that's a sleeper. Exactly. <laughs> that goes without saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And my honorable mention is Scorpion Drake. Really? Yeah. I was surprised at that. Yeah, I was too. I was, I was surprised like, at that. Like, really? wait a minute, hold on, wait a minute, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's because you be getting high. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just, it that's just said that. I listened to it when I was high. Shit, I was like, oh, oh this is dope. This is a mood. Oh yeah, <laughs> burn the it's sage. It's burn great. the sage, like the incense. It's oh great. shit, that's funny. <laughs> it's the best Drake album with Drake not on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
That's hilarious. <laughs> so, IG, right, what do you got? Um, top of the list. Okay. Number one. This this is number one. Okay. Anything else is you know right, arguable. So, uh, okay. Yeah. But Nipsey Hussle Victory Lap. Mm. My favorite album of last year. Without question. Yeah. No. Matter of fact, I take that back. <laughs> next one. No, no, no. Not take back Nipsey Hussle from number one. Okay. I take back the the next one I'm about to mention is definitely number two on my list. J Rock Redemption. Okay. Those two. Yeah. It, no everything arguments. else you can put them in whatever order that you want to put them in. Uh, Lil Wayne's Carter Five. And I had to sit with that for a little bit. Like when it came out, it was like, all right, everybody been waiting right, for C5. Right. I, that has been in constant rotation since I took the scenic route home from work one day. And man, it, he got, you know, his. He got his, you know, her commercial shit on there, whatever, but he got real personal. And then it's like some mature situations on there that I really appreciate. Mm. Uh, of course, Meek Mill Championships. Uh, that was the buzzer beater. Yeah. Um, T.I. T.I. is the honorable mention. Mm. Now, if we talk uh, again, favorites, T.I. will make the favorites list. Mm. Just like Cola make the favorites list. Top five. Albums of last year, Cole and T.I. are honorable mentions. Mm -hmm. Daytona mm. will be in the top five. It's not on my favorites list. Okay. Now, who is on my favorites list is Cardi B, but I, I did keep replaying the album a lot till it gave me a headache. So. <laughs> but I think That's what, why I wasn't in my top five. I think what hurts Cardi, it came, it came out so early in the year. It's still it's still playable. Yeah, yeah I'm about it's to still say still playable, it, but not the way I played it. I played that jank every fucking day. You said not the way I played. <laughs> that jank was like every day for a whole month. I can tell you every single freaking song. I know every word to every song. Now nah. it's just like nah. no, I don't I think, feel like hearing that no more. I'm about to say honestly, I, I as much as I appreciated and enjoyed Cardi's album, I probably listened to it no more than five times. Five hundred. If if I, if I if I listen to it five times, yeah, I don't think I got that much. Yeah, that's why I'm about to say it might have it might have been three. Like I know I'm I listened to it once, it. then I listened to it a second time to be like I. Then I had to listen to it a third time to like I what's my picks off of it. Yeah, but yeah, so the the uh, top albums of last year versus the favorites are two different right, categories. Right. But if again, if we're talking about Top albums of last year, Daytona makes the top five. But we're talking about my favorite, Daytona does not make my top five. Okay. And the reason why is because I didn't listen to Daytona that often. Mm. I've listened to my two honorable mentions more than I've listened to Daytona. The two honorable mentions is, you know, T.I.'s um, Dime Trap and uh, Cole's K.O.D. Right. I've listened to them more. But the reason why Daytona makes my top five is because of the impact that it had last year when it came out and how it shook up a lot of shit. It was very impactful. Uh, Push did he, he did his job that he was supposed to do. Unfortunately, Kanye did not do what he was supposed to do as yeah. far as, you know, making it as clean as it's supposed to be. I agree. With so that. that's not something I would fault push for but I'm gonna piss a lot of people off with this statement it's a 
Pusha T album. It's what I expected from him as far as content. Essentially. Yeah, the content of it is a, I'm not going to say regular, but it's, you know, where Push can spit and people have been overlooking it. And I think the thing that brought a lot of light to it was because of what happened with Drake is when people start like, oh shit, well, damn, he got this song on it. He got this song on it. Push has always done that. He's always gone in like that. Mm -hmm. It wasn't anything different except the fact that he, he just, I, I'm straight at his neck. Yeah. So, yeah, there I stand with mine. Okay. Fuck y'all. If y'all don't agree. Well, fuck the behalf too. (laughs) Let me give y'all my favorite or top five and I'm gonna give them in order because because that's what he do that's yeah I'm, I'm that guy um, chronological yeah well let me give you my honorable, honorable mention first oh honorable mention is um Black Panther soundtrack dope because I think I listen to that album so much mm-hmm. like I listen to that shit with my kids in the car like we in there all, all the stars and shit you know what I'm saying like, I listen to that shit all the time and um Royce 59 the book of Ryan man the book of Ryan was a Dope fucking album, like, but I guess you have to be a Royce fan to un- to, to to get that. Yeah. yeah, that that was in my. It didn't make my top five, but it's honorable mention. Just like me, championships to me, I didn't want to be a victim of the time, right? Because it just dropped, and everybody was like, "Oh, it's a great album." Like, let me sit with it for a while. Yeah, and it just, very true. Yeah, I mean, um, number five. Start with number five. J Cole KOD. Fair enough. Can't go wrong. I think what hurt Cole the same thing. It happened. So long ago. Yeah, so early. Yeah, yeah. But I've been sli- silently keeping a list of what albums I think. So <laughs> he, he stayed on that list for a while because I knew this was coming. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, let me just keep track of certain shit. Yeah. Number four is going to surprise everybody from, from coming from me. Uh, Astro World. Mm. Travis Scott. Wait a fucking minute. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, I listened to Astro World. A lot more than I thought I would because when we first got it, it was like, let's do it for the show. Wade, have you been smoking? <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm like, let's do it for the show, but I was like, this shit is really good. Like, it's some shit that's just gibberish, mm-hmm. but once you get past that, it's really fucking good. Like, I didn't get past the gibberish. What, what I hate is that what a good thing and a bad thing about it is it, it flows. It's one sound. Exactly. Like, and I think that's why I didn't get past the gibberish. Like you can't, you can remove and add songs and it's just keep flowing. The continuity is just there. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a vibe. You know It's a vibe. It's a vibe. My number three, Victory Lap. At three though? Three. What? I mean. Oh, I'm eager to hear two. <laughs> I'm eager to hear two and one. <laughs> Victory Lap for me was just such a dope album. I think, um, and I think my West Coast bias creeped in because I was like, oh yeah, I'm standing on this shit. Victory Lap, top shit, whatever, but three. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Nip. Two. Um, <laughs> Let's get to two. Um, Daytona. Mm. My only issue with two, why Daytona would have been two and not one, it was just too fucking short. If you'd have gave me three more, three to four more tracks, complete solid from top to bottom, it might have been random spot for number one. So what's number one? If y'all follow the podcast, y'all should probably know what number one is. If you know me. Nasir? No. Okay. 
Yo, somebody said that, I wanted to choke them. Yeah. Like, that was so tough. That was a horrible album. Hey, you know what the crazy part is? After he released the visuals, it's, it sounded a lot better. It sounded a lot better. It sounded a lot better. But my number one album for 2018, J-Rock Redemption. And if you know me, that's perfect sense. <laughs> I'm not mad at that, though. I'm just mad Nipsey's at... Three, <laughs> I'd have been fine if you was like, I right, nip two, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. but well, I mean, I can, fair enough, fair enough. I understand. Yeah, I mean, for me, J Rock, and I've said on this podcast for the last couple of weeks, I'm pretty much Team TDE. Get top on the phone to make sure <laughs> I should have worn my TDE hoodie. Like, oh, you got one? Nah, no, I'm, I'm gonna get one. Get top I'm on the phone. Get one. Get, get top, top on the phone. <laughs> I'm definitely without question. We get J Rock to me. I've listened to that album more than any other album this year. Um, I've, I've said before I've gone on record I've always been a J-Rock fan Yeah Even more than Kendrick Like I'm a J-Rock fan So this album was perfect And I'm happy to see him Getting the recognition he deserves I, I have to agree with that Which is why I had to put it Number two um, Nip got number one In My book Simply because I know His grind Not saying that I don't know uh, J Rock's grind, cause a lot of people don't know. Hey, J Rock was supposed to be the fourth, the the front man of TDE. He ended up going to jail. They pushed Kendrick while mm-hmm. J Rock was in jail. Shit happens. It happens. But just how just how Nipsey has been moving, mm-hmm. and it it was so crazy. Um, I was at my homeboy Jew house, and his son put a put a Nipsey hustle joint on, and I'm sitting there. You know, just vibing to the shit. And he looking at me like, yo, gee, who the fuck? I was like, yo, that's Nip. He was like, who? I said, that's Nipsey Hussle. That's the West Coast right now. Mm-hmm. And he was like, nah, Kendrick the West Coast. I was like, mm-hmm. no disrespect to Kendrick. I was like, Kendrick has gotten to a point that he's not just representing the West Coast. He's right. to a different level. I said, but when you talk about West Coast music, Nipsey Hussle, J-Rock, those are the names that's going to come up as just far as holding down the coast. Right. And just what I've seen Nipsey do and his business savvy yeah, with a lot of question. shit. Without question. And, but the whole project as a whole was just, it was just fantastic. Yeah, to me. It was just well put together. J-Rock Project too. That's why they in the one or yeah, two yeah, spots. Yeah. Like everything else you know you can rearrange it however you want to but those two nah they hold they spots in my opinion for me clear and present like J-Rock for me is number one no without question Mm -hmm. I think Push Push and Nip are interchangeable with me Mm -hmm. Um, I just think Push was just easier to listen to because it was seven songs like it's a 20 minute listen you know what I'm saying? Like, I can put it in and drive to the store and drive back, and I've heard the whole CD all a tab and a half. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, just You said a time and a, a half. A time and a half. Like, story back. That shit was on replay. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's all. Push the circle button. Um, <laughs> I heard the whole thing. So, I guess I listened to that Hey, Push, more. don't do that shit again, yeah? <laughs> Please don't. Please, Please don't, don't do this shit again. I guess I've listened to We need to at least more. 12, bro. At least 12. Easy. Easy. So that's our top five, and we will put them out like we did last year, so y'all can tweet them 
I'm sorry. Y'all can tweet them out and argue with us because people are going to argue with us. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. But that's our top five. Either way, it's still fuck the beehive. <laughs> Always and forever. Don't you ever forget, motherfucker. Because you know the Carters ain't on <clears throat> no, nobody list. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny? Go ape shit if you want to. You know what's funny? If I tried to find a way to put them in the list, <laughs> fuck I was that. like, nah. nah. They just don't. Nah. I would have to do like a top 20 and then they would make it the list. But I was like, nah, I'm not doing that. Um, all right, so check it. This is our hundredth episode. I'm looking Boom. At the camera. Boom. Check it. Hundredth episode. It's That's some Virginia deal. shit. I know, right? <laughs> it's a big deal. Uh, where's my cup at? I don't what? know. It's behind me. Isn't it? It's behind you. Yeah, because you it. did exactly what God. the fuck you said you were going to do. It. God damn it! Somebody get top on the phone. Get top on the phone. But listen, it's our hundredth episode. Jay, where you at? Um, when I first sat down. To talk to y'all about this at the Mexican spot, and even before then, like when I came to the crib. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. when you came to the well, studio, you didn't right? come over my crib. No, nah, he came. He I came and sat in the studio well, with me. Well, you ain't with me. You was being funny. Oh yeah, uh, he came and sat in the studio like with me. Me and him, me yeah. and him was sitting in the studio one night. Yeah, and, and he brought it to me and was talking about um, the vision for it. And at the time. I didn't know what the fuck a podcast was. He was telling me over the phone, and I didn't know what the fuck. Yeah, was. I, 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 <laughs> so, I was like, "What the fuck is that?" I was like, "Huh?" Like I had seen it as one of the options, like when you on iTunes and you click the down button, it said music library podcast. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck is a podcast? Had no clue what the hell it was. He sat down, chopped it up with me, kind of um, explained what it was and his idea and his concept for it. And mm-hmm. me and Wade had worked musically before that. And he's always been, you know, sound mind, always in the know, got his facts in order, whatever, mm-hmm. just like his top five, chronological. <laughs> he does his fucking research. So I felt honored for the fact that he brought it to me. And it was something that, you know, again, I wasn't aware of. I didn't know it was, you know, up and coming or about to be popping, but he felt the need to include me. So, bet. I'm cool with it. Let's rock. So, on the 100th episode, sir, thank you so much. I appreciate you. We shaking hands? Look, this is my this is, this is my fucking moment. This is my can I have my moment? No. I can't wear my heart on my sleeve for a moment and shake my man's hand. You think that's bad? I'm about to get real emotional. So, oh my god. When you have your moment, if you want to stand up and hug him or embrace him however you want to do. I think I want to Look, whatever you want. Look, this is my moment. I got you. Go look. Got look. You. Taylor Swift, I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> <laughs> you can pick anybody else but Taylor but, Swift, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Nipsey Hussle had the best album of the year. I'm just saying. Uh-huh. <laughs> but no, again. Hey, <laughs> right, But, but no, like, and all. Look, <laughs> no, I've known you for a long time, Ari. Uh huh. No, nah, on some real shit. 100 episodes, like we met at the Mexican ball. I'm not <laughs> over tortilla chips and salsa. And watching people do, just yeah. drink alcohol and drinks. Man, what they Man. did in that bathroom, Man. I didn't want to go in there after the fact. <laughs> I was trying to go in. Um. But you family, and I'm glad that I've known you this long. Can't wait to do way more episodes. And 
Some other things too. No, I'm playing. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. But no, like real shit. You family, yo. I appreciate y'all. Definitely. Stop with the hand thing. <laughs> Uh, are, are you are you about to get emotional or is it my time to get go, emotional? Go ahead, no, you, no, because I feel like he he about to get on the whole soapbox. We gonna need tissues and some more shit. Oh, all right, cool. <laughs> all right, so damn, a hundred episodes, hundred of them things. We old as fuck out here. I haven't chilled with somebody for that long. Like it's been a consistent every Sunday. My Sunday is dedicated to y'all in this show. It has become mere habit. So you're saying to you, see y'all. you have no fear of commitment. That's what you're Get saying. Hell no, I got fear. <laughs> listen, don't listen to that. Listen, listen. Anyway, Sundays are designated to podcast Sundays. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that when I when I put my snaps up, I'm like it's podcast Sundays, and I don't think my Sundays would be the same. Like I really don't like even on the Sundays where I might be sick or we don't do the show, it really doesn't feel right. It feels like something's missing. Exactly. Yeah. Um. What I can call on y'all for, like family shit, like if I'm down and out, I know who to call. You know, like when I was moving and I had nobody, I know who to call, you know, stuff like that. And you really can't find that type of, um, what what do I want to say? Um, chemistry Mm -hmm. between three people that last that long. Very true. So of course, cheers to another hundred, however long we go. Cheers to getting sponsored out there. (laughs) Y'all hear me? Mm. Um, Beverly. Wait, with the bevel blade, wait. Um, dang, we, we, we didn't come so fucking far. Exactly. They don't even run that commercial no more. We outlasted the commercial. Damn. I mean, we, and, and it's crazy. We've been doing some big things. We have. We have. So cheers to, of course, another year. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you get on that soapbox, though. Well, no, nah, I'm, I'm not going to soapbox it up. Much. Yes, you are. Um, hold on. You're going to have me have a tear and smell let, let me give you, hold on. We're going to get these tissues together. Um, they got soft napkins across the street at the pizza spot. I got tissues in my book bag. There we go. Here we go. There we go. All right. All right cool. I'm just going to tell y'all something probably I've never, never told y'all. Oh, shit. Um, oh, shit. We get exclusives on the honey. <laughs> Yo, Exclusive. Funny. And um, boom, 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 boom. Hit the uh, button. Hit the button. Hit the button. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Um, <laughs> Uncut Nation, y'all. I'm not even really talking to y'all. I'm talking to y'all. Okay. This is something that y'all are just privy to hear. Uh... I know I get on y'all a lot about the show. Mm-hmm. Shit has to be this way. All right, you got to study. You got to do this. You got to do this. Do this. You, you know, I'm on. I'm on the show a lot. Mm. Um, because for me, this is it for me. I've tried rapping. I was horrible. I tried managing. I was horrible. I've I've been a, a D level blogger, and for me, the podcast was my last chance. Like, if I didn't do this, I might as well go sell insurance. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, this is it for me. So, I approach it that way. Like, mm-hmm. I'm super serious. Like, I'm... Now, I see. Now, y'all think... Now, yeah, y'all, yeah, now I get it. perfect sense now. Yeah. This is it. This is my last shot. If this doesn't work, then I might as well work for the IRS. If you can get them refund checks released uh, before the yeah, government, yeah, I was about to say, bro, <laughs> we ain't like gotta wait on the government to start that back up. Working for free <laughs> with your ass, working for free. But this, this is why I approach it this way. And when we were setting up with Jay today, mm-hmm. and I said, we had we had a conversation that when I originally had the idea for the hundredth episode, mm-hmm. I had so many plans I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. 
and um, I wanted us to do originally to do a um, an intro like a '90s sitcom. Mm-hmm. I thought it would have been so dope if we did that, but then another podcast did it, and I was like, we can't do that no more. Yeah. And and Jay was like, well, that's cool. You just you had an idea for later on in the future, so right. y'all to do it later on. And I was like, it's funny you say that because the what we're doing now is how I originally wanted the podcast to be, from the table to our laptops to the camera. This is the original idea I had for the podcast. Baby laptop. So it's just crazy how that came true. It that gets. It gets. Everything manifests at some point. Yeah. Um, a good close friend of mine for years has been telling me the same two phrases back to back. And not so much the first phrasing, the the latter of the phrasings is what's really stuck with me the most. The first phrasing was trust the process. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, at this point, it's gotten cliche. Yeah. But what she always said after that was things happen as they should. And as simple as it sounds, it puts a lot of things into perspective to keep in mind that there's certain things that you can't control and there's certain things that you can. A lot of people have stress and issues in their life because they're trying to control everything Mm. in their life. Everything in your life is not for you to control. Some you have to let go and give to your higher power. Right. By whatever name you call them, whatever you believe in, he, she, it, whatever deities, idols, whatever, Mm -hmm. whatever you believe in, some things you have to let go and let out into the universe and, you know, let that energy manifest however it's going to manifest. Some things you can control. So when the things that you can control align with the things that you're still meditating on and manifesting from your inner spirit, when they hit the right energy, this is what you get. Yeah. Your hundredth episode. Yeah. When everything aligns how it's supposed to. Yeah. And Jay had Jay had said before that anytime you do anything for a hundred time a hundred times, that's a big deal. Fuck yeah. So Fuck yeah. Just thinking about what what I've come through in my personal life since episode double zero to now. Like I've made sacrifices for this show. I'm telling y'all about I've done things for this show to yeah. make sure we have money for studio time. And yeah, right we, here, we we we've we've been out here slinging the third leg. <laughs> <laughs> we've been out here slinging the third leg for it. I don't think nobody take it, but yeah, I'm, I'm out here. Um, we finally realized that the wing spot across the street don't get the wings, get the pizza. Get the pizza. <laughs> That is the solution. That is super crazy. I think that they have pizza in their name because that's the best thing that they're good at. It's fucking pizza. And it's homemade ranch. Yeah. It's just, we've come a long way. We've we've come a long way. We got longer to go. And I I hope that within the next hundred episodes, we get to where I visioned us to be originally Mm -hmm. because we're halfway there. This layout. Like this layout, something so simple as this layout is exactly what I picture. Maybe um, a bigger table, but <laughs> everything else is exactly what I picture. It took a hundred episodes to get this far. That's fine. But we're here. Better late than never. Yeah, we're definitely exactly. here. It's just like I said, um, I think I don't think y'all how serious I took this because 
this is it for me. You know what I mean? This you this keep saying that. No, it's it's much more for you. That's the thing. Well, is a- you had to find the avenue for you. Like it's still music, but it wasn't it's not how you initially tried to come into music. It's um it's the story of a creative. As a, you know, you're a creative. Yeah. You you always think that if you can do something your way, mm-hmm. it'll work out right. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Hell no. It's kind of like why I was on. Remember we talked a while ago about Wale. And yeah. Why, why, I was like, so, so people don't like you, so what? Get over it. Yeah. Nobody cares. And it's kind of like how I felt about the podcast. Like we go through shit for the podcast, mm. and if one episode we'll get 15 listens, I'm not gonna sit there and talk about Twitter. Nobody listen to my show. We're dope. Yeah. That shit happens. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like. It's shit we go through for the show <laughs> that like, oh yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's definitely yeah. shit we go through for the show to make sure it's recorded going through health and we've we've grown we've changed so much through the show oh yeah definitely and, shit, and, i'm parts unknown at yeah, this point shit, and me for me to be the biggest introvert in the world for me to pour out my my thoughts every sunday is a big deal yeah <laughs> certainly like i done lost the whole person Hmm? I hadn't lost a whole person. Oh, 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 like oh, I was literally 220, and I'm 115. I hadn't lost a whole person. Yeah. Damn, I mean, I've, I've <laughs> in one look, year. Well, two. You gotta think. This is our hundredth episode. This is yeah, two years. Two. Yeah. yeah. Um. Damn. Yeah. I just I love y'all. You yeah. had a short haircut. Your hair didn't groom. Yeah, I'm about <laughs> to say like. Yeah. You're J. Cole in it now. You, you, like, uh, like, uh, yeah. Like, keep in mind uh, with. All right, so with the hair shit, because everybody's like, oh, you you older and you got we a young switched. man haircut. Yeah, exactly, because you, you, <laughs> you had hair. You had hair. We switched. But I, I done had a Caesar since I cut my hair off in ninth grade. I had a Caesar from that all the way up until we started the podcast. I never changed my hair. So it was just like, all right, well, nah. change happens. So, change happens. So, the only thing... That's constant in life is change. change. Yeah. So and death, but we're not gonna get that morbid. Yeah, we're not <laughs> So with the hundred episode Uncarnation, I call Shay. <laughs> get Shay on the phone. Get Shay on the phone. It is not that serious. Uh, hey, look. Mm. Shay was shaking that thigh. She was I sick guess. too. I did reach out. She was sick. She's sick. She's sick. Yeah. Uh, I, oh, I feel wow. bad because I can't remember tissue. the other girl name, but she was shaking it too. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, here's a tissue for her too, in case she's sick. Um, I want to say, I'm bringing y'all back in, Uncut Nation. Uh, I appreciate y'all. I'm ignoring them. Uh, I appreciate y'all so much. Whether it's a hundred listens episode or five hundred listens episode, or we be, or we make the top five in iTunes amongst all podcasts. I appreciate. Every one of y'all that listen, every one of y'all that comment, um, every one of y'all that text me, we're getting to that point. Every one of y'all that text me or inbox me and says something about the show, mm-hmm. I might complain, but I appreciate it because you're listening. Um, even though you should be doing it on, you even know, though you should be doing it on the yeah, all the on people other platforms who troll my page and never Not actually Facebook hit the follow button, <laughs> I appreciate y'all still. We do, we do. <laughs> the five of you that did it on my end. <laughs> You yeah. got a whole No, you will lie. Look. You will lie. Yo fan you base. Lie. I don't have a fan base. Whatever. If you, you just, are a fan up. So do you still open your DMs? Yes. You still you 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 feel comfortable opening your DMs and scrolling through. How many unread messages you got in your DMs? Probably about ten on the on on the other. You know, like the Facebook other, because they have like little hearts and stuff. Oh, this person sent you a video. No thanks. I don't want to see it. See? I'm good. 
Mm-hmm. That's nah. just uh, Facebook. Yeah. Instagram. Facebook. Instagram. Snapchat. I actually have opened my uh, my stuff and and Snapchat. I'm on every day. So you've opened all of them. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna mm-hmm. be on shit. Everything. She's trying to play a coy right now. <sighs> she trying to. She trying. Yeah, I don't. I don't be opening this. Shit. I can see it in your eyes. Oh my god. What's really but, going on? Um. With that being said, y'all, episode 100 in the books. Uh, I love and appreciate both of you. I could not do Ditto. this without y'all. Like when I originally conceived this, this was the. You tried to do it without us one time. I had to because I came here. Like, <laughs> you tried. <laughs> it was like a thirty-minute show. I was like, "Yeah, this no. happened, I'm out." <laughs> I think you. I think you did it for like forty-five. It's I think you made like, it like forty-five minutes. It was a really whack episode. And somebody even commented, "Hey, man, good job." I was like, "Shit." No, it's like I listened to it. It was like a whack show. I no. was like super retarded and nervous. And shit. No, no. Well, you know, I'm always harder on myself than you know. What of I mean? course. But I do want to say I appreciate y'all all we've been through, all we we put to the side for the podcast because mm-hmm. times we we got stuff to do, but gotta do the show. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, it's, it's stuff we we do on our personal lives that we come in here and make sure this show is is functioning and what it's supposed to be. So I appreciate both of you for that. Appreciate Jay um, for the studio. We've been day one. Yeah, we're, we've never switched studios. Yeah, we did. I mean, we just came with him. No, no, we we switched. No, it's, 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 we <laughs> mean like we yeah. never we went to a different. Yeah, um, <laughs> I was gonna say well, we kind of did switch. <laughs> no, we just no, moved, we moved to, to a different, different building. building. Yeah, we same studio, <laughs> different building. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so we, you know, I mean, we same company, same yeah, company. same company. Yeah, yeah, and we switched from studio rooms A, B, C. We switch rooms like every week. It's kind of that thing, but I, we couldn't do it without everybody putting their putting forth an effort. Very true. So, uh, I want to toast you fine people here. No, yes. Um, I heard fine. Red Cup Gang. (laughs) Red Cup Gang. Um, Here's to another. Oh, we doing the the little tap on the. We doing that. Before we doing the. Like we doing shots. Like we doing shots. It's respectful. I don't drink, so I. That's still respectful, sir. Okay, so do it again then. All right, cool. All right, so here's to another hundred. All right. We stopping and. Nope. And Uncut. A little bite. A little bite to it. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Again. Let's do it again. Hold uncut. On. As I pull up another one, let's do it again. Um, and, what? And Uncut Nation, mine's, mine's tea, just to let y'all know. Um, Fuck that. Mine's green tea. Don't again. <laughs> green tea. Again. Hey. Oh, we doing? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hey. We just got toast for the year. Just toast. There we go. And um, I guess that's it, y'all. Mm. So, oh, yeah. Three for the three individuals. There we go. Three right. toasts. Oh, okay. three people. Hold on. Let me pull up That's the fourth one. What you mean the fourth one? We only toasted. We only toasted twice. Three right now. Yeah, this is three. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to say. I ain't got nothing left. Hold on. Now you can't toast an empty cup. Yes, I can. No, you fucking can't. That's bad luck. How you gonna say we're gonna tap it out of respect, but you gonna toast an empty cup? What type Uh, of shit? It it was probably like 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 a little swig in there. You better put that little swig back in that goddamn cup. All right. All right. All right. Last one. Nation, just so y'all know, Wade is about to have fun with this for the rest of this fucking year. I nah, promise nah. you. No, nah, I can't because I, I, we're using it today because you're not on the laptop. Oh, so we can use it. Oh whenever shit! Whenever you're um, here, whenever you're here, you right. definitely use this. <laughs> oh, so that was shots at me. Like no, whenever no. you're here. <laughs> no. I don't even know what's up here. Uh, 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 uh. 
on the one. Hey, I'ma make you feel it. That's my song. That's how it starts. Uh, I was about to say that's what they be doing gotta, in your DMs gotta, that you don't open. No, this just like uh, I don't <laughs> want to see that anymore. They do not. I got a kick. Uh, I got a hi hat. Uh, snail. Chill. All right, I got what shit up here. All right. Anyway, Unka Nation, we appreciate y'all. It stopped. God damn. The joint stopped. Yeah, we appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Can't do it without y'all, and I can't do it without y'all. So, as always, as always, as always, you may agree with what we say. Mm-hmm. You may not agree with what we say. Okay. okay. One thing you can't agree with. What's, what's that? that? We keep it uncut. Uncut. Until next time, we catch y'all on the internet. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Words with Wade podcast. Make sure you follow us online using the hashtag Words with Wade. <laughs>